All right, welcome to the 705 Yet Podcast, episode 40, people. Going back to Philly for opening day 2021. I say so. We're very excited for opening day happening on Thursday at 3.05, not 7.05 for some reason. But rain and snow might cancel that and push it to Friday, so stay tuned over the next few days, people. But the 26-man roster is set, so Brandon and I start the podcast by going over a roster breakdown. We go over the starting five in the rotation. We have our eight-man bullpen. We got a four-man bench. And then we have the starting nine in the field. So very excited about this and some surprises as well. We have uh, Scott Kingery being sent to AAA, Azul Herrera going to auxiliary camp, and Jojo Romero also being sent to AAA, which he's a fan favorite for his 705 Yet podcast and the listeners. So uh, definitely some surprising moves that happened, uh, but we're, we're excited for the season. Yep, very excited. Jojo is definitely going to be the, the next man up um for the bullpen so or, or maybe a starting pitcher I, who knows who knows um <laughs> but but no we're we're excited we got our opening day lineup um thought we had the, some of the same answers but uh turns out we are not best friends like we thought we were um <laughs> we have three bold very bold predictions that actually turn into six so um so we get we get down and dirty with those so um, we have a lot of fun with that. Um, and then we also go through our MVP of the Phillies and our breakout player of the year for the Phillies. Um, and then we we round things up with the winner or the results of the NL East for 2021. So have a lot of fun in this episode, number 40. So number with that, yep. And with that, we say play, play, play ball. ball. Welcome to Is It 705 Yet Podcast. As always, I am Alex, and with me, Mr. Brandon Jarmoska, Fantasy Baseball King. How are you, buddy? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Last uh, spring training game today, and just ready for, is it 305 yet on Thursday? Wow, I almost feel like we have to redo this. <laughs> we have literally, Brandon, we literally have on Thursday... The new season starting, we went through our last weekend of base last weekend without any baseball till October, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, we got a baseball in a three o five on Thursday." What was that, Brandon? What was that? All right, we're gonna start over. All right, three, two, one. All right, three, two, one. I'm stoked, Alex. We got baseball, <laughs> real baseball coming on Thursday, 305, uh, Phillies versus the Braves. In in Philly, right? I think. Yes, it's in Philly. I don't know the schedule. Come on. Oh my but, god. I think but, it's uh, supposed to rain, actually. I'm just gonna now I'm gonna bring the bad it's news. Supposed, it's supposed, supposed to be very windy. 
Very windy. Oh, great. It's actually supposed to snow last week. There were like the the pre- pre- ugh, predictions were snow on Thursday. So <laughs> Thursday, high of 44. Periods of rain and snow in the morning. Yep. If so, that's not baseball weather, I don't know what is. Get the tarp ready. So I have a feeling opening day might get pushed from Thursday to Friday. But at this current I have moment, off Friday. But so does the Phillies at the moment. But I bet you it gets pushed Thursday to Friday and we'll just play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That would be awesome. Yeah, because Friday is good weather, I believe. But at this current moment Friday. of this good Friday, so at this current moment of the podcast, everybody, uh, opening day is only three days away. It's Monday. God, I don't know what day it is. As it's three days away, super excited. As they say, the Hasbro Phillies baseball back. Uh, we have a complete roster breakdown coming down in this pod. And today we have the 26-man roster set. All the position battles are set. Uh, we'll talk about some of the options and some of the surprises for us as they say that happened uh, with some roster moves. And then uh, we're going to get into, Brandon, we're going to get into our predictions for the season, which I'm super excited about to be correct again. You remember last year, Brandon, I said, I had a note that I found at the end of the season saying, this bullpen could give us lots of trouble. And what happened? Did you? At the beginning of last yeah. season? Where's my... There it is. Yeah. Where's your note? Oh, in my handy dandy. Nope. In your, oh, in your Rolodex, you old All man. Right, hold on. Hold on. Well, this has brawling all over it because of Bainsley. You can see it in HD now, guys, which, by the way, I am in HD now, in case anyone was wondering. Got myself a new camera with a light that's stepping up in the world just for you guys. Soon we're going to be posting these to YouTube. I think it's the you next step. We're going to have see your pores. You can see my. my Nose hairs. All right, hold on. I'm looking for it. Well, one of one of my notes on here is Kapler blows, so that's always good. Uh, Which is why he wasn't in Philly last year. Yeah, I know it's in here. Come on, where are you? Alex is currently looking through his notes that he didn't write down, but he's trying to prove I wrote that them down. down. So I've got to find them. Alex, I found my notes from the first episode oh, in God, like that's a gross 10 list. seconds. So. Well, there's pages missing from this freaking book because Ainsley ripped them out to color on them. Uh, did she eat them too? I did write Matt Plentag bullpen failures. I'll, you know, I'll that, keep looking. Let's continue with a, this pod. That was a recurring word last year, failures with McPhail, yeah, really Clentac, was. and it really was. Middleton. Oh, that's okay. It's okay because this is the new year, Brandon. 2021. New year, new me. Good, good vibes. This new year, new vibe. Philly. Yep, good vibes season. Good vibes season. So uh, let's start with the roster breakdown, Brandon. So we definitely have uh, – we'll break down the 26-man roster. And some of the guys that are being opted to uh, AAA who will not be starting out on the roster. So um, we'll start with the starting pitching staff. Our starting five is going to be Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Zach Eflin, Matt Moore uh, in the four spot, and Chase Anderson in the five spot. This is to Brandon as, you know, no kind of surprises there. Uh, 
Spencer Howard option down to AAA. This is so he will not be in the starting rotation or the bullpen. He's going to get some reps down there to start the season. Uh, what do you think about our starting rotation, Brandon? Solid. <laughs> little little Bill Nye humor for uh, what what uh, generation are we, Alex? Are we, I guess we're technically millennials, which I don't like putting ourselves in that category. Uh, we're but like, we're like we're like an in between. Yeah. We have a little bit of like prior to technology. Yeah. No. Nobody. Then, nobody then cares we, about us. Like grew into technology. Yeah. We're like a little tweeter. Yeah, we're the only but, good generation. But if you had to put us in a category, I guess we we're the first millennials. That's no, what we are. Oh. We're the logger ups. Okay. Uh, All right, that sounds good. But uh, but no, I I like I like the starting rotation. I mean, some of I mean, I didn't really get to watch too many like of Matt Moore and Chase Anderson, but um, I mean from what what I saw stat wise uh, other than a couple blips here and there in, in spring training mind you um i i like it i i think it's a good rotation um i mean we got aaron nola zach wheeler two studs zach eflin as long as he's healthy he'll be a stud this year and it'll be a trio of one two three and then backing backing them up is matt moore and chase anderson which i mean we haven't had a lefty in the starting rotation since what um, I feel like, yeah, exactly. I feel like since Cole Hamels Cole and Hamels, yeah. Cliff Lee and, well, yeah. And, and now Adam Morgan, he was a starter at one point. Oh, well, yeah. I don't count that, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Great as far as Cole Irvin technically made some spot starts as lefties, but. Uh, True. Which, that name, Ranger Suarez, you really didn't hear anything about him in the spring training. No. eventually on that and see what happens. Um, but top, as I agree with you, Brandon, the top three, Aaron Nola, Zach Miller, Zach Eflin, top five in the National League, if you ask me, uh, for a top three in the starting rotation. What we need out of Matt Moore and Chase Anderson is for them to have some good quality starts or even just getting a six innings pitch is what we need. And so that way the bullpen is intact. There's no bullpen not coming in in the fourth and fifth inning like they did last year a lot of the time. Uh, during the, you know, the fifth spot, and also Jake Arrieta's spot, you know, basically too much use out of the bullpen last year, which was part of the, the downfall of them. But uh, definitely one of the best top threes in the National League, if not baseball. Very excited, you know, for all different pitchers, too. Like Nola, Wheeler, and Eflin, like they're all very different uh, yeah. from each other. So very excited for that. Uh, it's going to be a good starting rotation, and I think that's going to be one of the strengths of the team moving forward this season. Yep. Uh, definitely good stuff. Uh, we'll go to the bullpen now. So the bullpen was finalized. It was finalized down to an eight-man rotation. Uh, Joe Girardi talked about that he wanted two long men in this rotation. What we mean by two long men uh, is they literally have really long arms. I'd say that they can just wiggle it. Oh, over. I thought you were talking about something else. Uh, no. Uh, so what we, what we actually mean by long men <laughs> uh, is basically a Oh, so they don't have a third leg. Okay. Yeah, they may have, maybe. Uh, they wear, should be wearing cuffs. Oh, uh, you're a tripod. Last year. Uh, so, but eight-man rotation, Joe Jordan went two long men. So basically guys out of the bullpen you can go two to three innings, uh, which those guys are David Hale and Vinny B. They both made the bullpen. The other six guys, you're looking at Archie Bradley, Jose Alvarado, Hector Neris, Connor Brogdon, Dan Coonrod and Brandon Kinsler. 
United States. So Brandon Kinsler was added to the 40-man roster, uh, where the Phillies had to make some roster moves, and I believe they released C.J. Tackham, uh, and also Muziotti. Simon Muziotti or Muziotti was wait, also... They, re- they released Catham? Catham. Wasn't he the guy that they got from Boston? Baston? I thought they, he was like the number their number four whatever prospect. No. No, he's gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. They had to make room for these guys because Brandon Kinsler had to be added to the 40-man roster uh, to make the team. So some guys who were uh, taken off there, Brandon, that um, we were talking about prior would be Tony Watson. He did not make the bullpen. So he you know, got released from the team. He wasn't on the 40-man roster. It said so, he requested his release, though, too. I was confused about was that. Told, that's because he was told he wasn't going to make the team. So since he was on a minor league contract, he requests to be released because otherwise he would be sent down to AAA, where if he's requested to be released, he has an option to be picked up by another major league team. That's all. Oh. So, like, I don't think Tony Watson will be out of a job for too much longer. He'll probably be picked up by another major league most likely. Okay. I th- I thought he was just being a, you know, a dick about it. But no, no, just standard standard uh, spring training stuff happens every yeah. year, every single year. Yeah. No, I mean, um, it makes it makes sense. I mean, I yeah. I I was kind of like upset when I saw it. it was like after his he's released after his request, and I'm like, the fuck do we do to you, man? Why get out? But. But no, it definitely makes sense. I mean, give him a, another opportunity to get signed somewhere else. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's an older guy, so anytime he can jump on the action figure the roster, and see if he doesn't have many years left, so it's good for him. Uh, but Joe Girardi even said he doesn't think he's going to be out of the job very long. And yeah. No, I thought he pitched. I thought he was doing good. Uh, another difficult decision, which uh, on the record, is it 705 yet podcast vehemently and respectfully disagrees with Joe Girardi that he sent Jojo Romero, Dave Dombrowski, Sam Foles, all you guys, we respectfully disagree. We recommend that you rethink what you have done and send Jojo Romero triple X. Bring it back. Very upset. Bring it back. upset about that. Very upset. Jojo Romero has had a great spring. He was throwing 97. I think he got up to 98 a couple times. You know, we saw him just beefing up, getting through those red bulls, you know, all offseason. That only leaves us with one left-hander out of the bullpen. I mean, it sucks. I mean, they had to do it because, you know, I shouldn't say they had to do it, but it was basically between him, David Hale, and Sam Coonrod for those final, the final two out of the three, final two roster spots between the three of them. And, you know, George already went David Hale so he can have a long man. Uh, just wants to, I guess he talked about. I saw something where Joe Girardi was talking about JoJo Romero getting more reps and consistency, and he said he thinks JoJo Romero is going to be an elite bullpen piece for this team moving forward. So, uh, as much as I am upset, and is it 705 yet? Is very upset at this piece, JoJo Romero. Keep grinding, keep slamming. Posts on the Insta and say, "Get your ass back up, to, uh, up back up to the major leagues." I don't see him. There's going to be injuries, Brandon. So he's going to be or the trades. first guy up. 
or trades or, or trades as it or trades but he's going to be the he's going to be the first guy up as oh, he's, he's going to be smoking trade. guys down in triple a well triple a though the thing is they're all getting sent down to auxiliary camp first just triple a doesn't start till the beginning of may and so these guys have another month basically of a minor league camp but they're going in this auxiliary camp that's going to be elite high valley again this year they can do some inter, inter game squad you know games but then also apparently this year they're allowed to like have another auxiliary camp say from like the yankees they can go and play them with their players so at least they'll still get game action we'll oh so they'll still be game. playing the yankees blue jays Tigers <laughs> yes, and Orioles. Yeah. Okay. Most likely just like the Yankees, probably the Orioles, potentially the Pirates, maybe the Nationals, minor league, depending on where they're at. Um, but yeah, essentially that's what's going to happen. Cool. So, cool. I can't, I can't wait to, I will. Hopefully those ones aren't, yeah, hopefully those ones aren't on TV. If, if we, if I see anything of that <laughs> on TV, I will be furious. They can get that on TV, but not the actual spring training games. Come on. They, uh, you know what? Maybe it'll be on Facebook. Who knows? They might, they might promote it on there. So, uh, but yeah. So the bullpen sent, like I said, Brandon Kinsler, Vinny B, David Hale, Sam Coonrod, Connor Brogdon, Hector Neris, Jose Alvarado, and Archie Bradley. Um, then we'll get into the starting lineup. Go around the diamond here. We got JT Real Muto, Andrew Knapp. Reese Hoskins, Gene Segura, Didi Gregorius, Alec Bohm, got Brad Miller coming off the bench. Uh, you got Ronald Torres, he made the team. Toe. Uh, basically, yep, uh, basically taking Kingery's spot, which we'll get into. You got Bryce, MVP Harper. You got Andrew, uh, sorry, uh, Adam Paisley, Roman Quinn, Andrew McCutcheon. And then you got Matt Joyce, who made the team, which they had to create a roster spot for him as well. Uh, to make the 40-man roster. So your bench guys, though, are Ronald Torres, Brad Miller, and Matt Joyce, um, and obviously Andrew Andrew Knapp um, as well. And say, but uh, good good lineup. I mean, Brandon, are you going to say what I think you're going to say about this lineup this year? Do you have uh, it in you again to repeat? Yeah, if, if, what the hell? I'll just say it. Say it. Murderers Row, come on. Oh, there it if is. You don't, if you don't agree, then fuck you. Yeah, they get out. Don't if you don't chew Big spot. Red, fuck you. Just kidding. People um, what? I said, if you don't believe it, just get out. Don't if, you, if you don't listen to Is It 705 yet, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. What he said. What he said. I, Brandon, I, I, mean, this I beat is... myself out. I don't like it. Good job. It's family uh, friendly. Yeah, very... Very family friendly. Um, but this. Do you want to do you want to go over who we think is going to be in the starting spots? I feel like it's pretty obvious, except for one position, though. So. Well, yeah, it's it's so it is pretty obvious starting spots, uh, like you said, um, except for center field. So the center field battle uh, was finishing between uh, Roman Quinn, Adam Hazley, Jubal Herrera, and Scott Kingery. Um, Scott Kingery got sent down a few days ago, three, four days ago, to AAA, which not a surprising move for this podcast. We said it the previous two episodes that we think he was going to get sent down to AAA. I think we sorry, said it last Sarah. year. Yeah, sorry, Sarah. Um, I say he needs to get some of the bats and get his head straight 
and started in the ball, started in line drives. Yeah. Because he, is, he was ruined by Gabe Kapler in that regime. And we hope. Well, you, you know, I mean, Scottie, Scottie I mean, if you hit a home run every time you're up to the plate, it works. Yeah. But that's not how it works, though. <laughs> that ain't how it works. But let's hope, let's hope Scott Kingery has a good. I think he's going to be down there for at least a month or two unless there's injuries. Uh, to either Torres or uh, a uh, Brad Miller, but he needs to be down there for a month or two, and he needs to uh, get the wood on the ball and start getting some line drives. But that's what she uh, said. Surprisingly, that is what she said. Surprisingly to us, I think, right? And I can say for myself, I did Wait. think Dubal Herrera oh. okay. was going to make this team as center fielder. Center fielder, but Dubal Herrera today before this pod was announced that he is being sent down to the auxiliary camp. So that leaves a basically center field competition between Roman Quinn and Adam Hazley, with Adam Hazley being the primary center fielder, but you'll most likely see a lot of platoons. So, Brandon, what do you think about that center wow. field competition wrapping up? Wow. Wow. You were supposed to say, Brandon, who do you think is going to – let's say who we think is going to play center field or start in center That's field on three. No, you pretty much said who you who you think is going to start center field. Well, I said prime, most likely primary. I'm not asking. It's, it's, I said platoon. I, you I, know, just who do you think, Brandon? Who's going to be the center fielder on opening day? All right, we'll say it on three. Okay. Three. One. No, you do it. Well, no, we're both going to say is this it. for opening day or is this for like most of the season? Both. But what am I? Okay, whatever. All right, opening day it is. I know it's going to be the same for you. All right. All right. One, two, three. Bro. Adam Hazley. What? <laughs> <laughs> what you, I didn't know what you wanted to say. I, I told you Adam Hazley. It's good. No, it's so platoon, Brandon. Opening day, it's going to be Max Street pitching for the Atlanta Braves. So they're going to put in the switch hitter, Roman Quinn, and say, because he can bat righty, they'll put him in the eighth spot, and say, you know, right before Aaron Nola, what's going to happen? But I still do think, though, what you said, Brandon, I do think Adam Hazley will be the primary center fielder um, after the first couple weeks of the season. All right. Unless he chokes. God damn it, Alex. It was supposed to be really cool. You were supposed to say the same. We were supposed to say the same thing, and then Sorry. I go. We just become best friends. Yep. Right, Although we've been best up. friends, so it doesn't really make sense either yeah. way you put it. So yeah. Whatever. And we have to disagree on something. As, you know, <laughs> which, there we go. Better for competition. Uh, so let, opening right. day, though, it's going to be Roman That would be my guess. Right. I'd be surprised if it was Adam Baisley because of Max Freedom. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So, uh, bench. We talked. Bench. We talked about Brad Miller and Brown Correas. Those guys can play. Correas plays basically anywhere over the infield. Brad Miller can play third base, first base, left field, right field. Uh, with him, I think you can do emergency catcher. That makes yeah, Brad Miller or Ron Correa is one of the two, I think, are emergency catcher. Uh, if, for some reason, JT and Andrew have a good injury in the same game. But, yeah, 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 yeah from uh, Alvarado slider. Yeah, God, I hope not. 
but yeah, so I mean, that's yeah, Matt, Matt Joyce. Yeah, Matt Joyce. Well, Matt Joyce, sorry, on the bench. Yeah, he'll be uh, basically doing the corner <laughs> outfield spots. Could see, you know, it's basically him giving a break to Bryce Harper and um, Andrew McCutcheon every now and then. But I think also, remember, National League is back. There's no DH. So he's actually going to be very, very good for uh, pinch hitting you know, in the games. And I'm actually more excited for Roman Quinn this year to, I know I said he'll be on opening day, but I'm more excited for Roman Quinn to be basically used as the speed guy off the bench, a pinch runner, defensive replacement, as long as he's, uh, as long as he's messing up, as long as he's not fucking up like he did last year. I didn't uh, see any mistakes th- in spring training, so we might be uh, yeah. might be all right. These guys lay down a bunt, you know, to move a guy over late in the, late in the game, you know, in the late inning. So could be I think he could be utilized extremely well. I always thought he was going to uh, make the team. I don't think he'll be the starting center field, but that doesn't mean he won't get you know maybe two starts a week because of players resting or something like that. Yeah, I, honestly, I forgot he was a switch hitter, so. I mean that that could come into play a lot. Like if yep. he's, as long as he's healthy for every game. Like, I mean he could go like, anytime there's a, a righty, or a, sorry a lefty, he'll probably start over Adam Hazley or something like that. So, right. um, but yeah, um, I was gonna say something, but I forget what I was gonna say. Um, so I'm just not gonna say it. And that's that. That's all I have to say about that. All right, fair enough. I mean, I, I want to say something, 26-man roster, roster breakdown. We just went over the whole thing. I want to say something about the bullpen, and I think the guy that we didn't give enough love to or talked about uh, for you know this season coming up is Connor Brogdon. I, I personally think Connor Brogdon is a guy people need to watch out for um, and you know pay attention to him moving forward in the season. So uh, keep, keep an eye out for him. But uh, Kinger, we went over Kingery, Adubel, and Jojo going to AAA to the auxiliary camp. I bet, you know, I honestly do think we'll definitely see Kingery and we'll definitely see Jojo Romero at some point this season back up on the big league roster due to injuries or just maybe they're outperforming at AAA. Adubel is another story. There is a oh. chance, but it'd be very difficult for him to come up because they would have to remove someone from the 40-man roster to bring him up to the big league. So, question for you. Um, if Roman Quinn or Adam Hazley gets hurt, who comes up first, Kingery or Duble? Or or do you just put uh, Matt? Joyce in? I'm gonna throw. Well, no, Matt Joyce can't play center field. Oh. He's not. He's not. Who do you put in there? I'm gonna throw you a curveball. So you're telling me Adam Hazley and Roman Quinn get hurt? Because you're gonna have to bring somebody up, right? Yeah, you will. You know who they're bringing up? Wait. Ah, Mickey, you're so fast, you're so fast. Oh, shit, yeah. God, yeah, why did Mickey I forget Moniak, about him? Because Mickey Moniak's still in the 40-man roster, so I see them bringing him, him up before a double. Okay. Because, All right, yeah. like I said, a double's going to have to be added to the 40-man roster. Now, if a double, say, he's playing every day in AAA, which I would imagine that's what the plan is going to be for him, and say he's hitting, you know, 350, you know, and it's July, and he's just crushing the ball constantly down at AAA and someone gets hurt center field-wise, then I might, then I think you see a Duval make his way up to the Phillies to be the starting center fielder. Okay. Because once the Duval gets up there, because they have to make the roster spot for him, 
the only way they're doing it, like I said, he's going to have to crush it in AAA, and then he's going to be the starting center fielder if he makes his way up this season. Yeah. He's not going to be sitting on the bench. Right. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. What? It's going to be interesting for sure to watch a lot of these moves happen throughout the year and see yep. what you know, Sam Cole and Dave Dombrowski and uh, Joe Girardi do with their roster. So, uh, opening day lineup, Brandon. Who do you, who we got one through nine? Obviously, we got Aaron Nola, starting pitcher, going nine. But yep. who you got one through eight? Um, well, do you just want to say let's just do catcher and we'll we'll name them. We'll we'll try to make it the Who's same like, this what, time. Like what we're doing. We're gonna do like what we tried to again? do ten minutes ago. Yeah. All, All right. right. Here we go. All right. Pitcher, Aaron Nola. Well, we know that. Well, no, opening day lineup. I mean, who's batting first, second, third? Oh, the, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, the sorry. lineup. You know, like, oh, I, the ball. you didn't tell me I had to do that. I'm not ready for that. All right. Here, well, I, I got you. Uh, no, right. no, I, I'll, go, right. I'll go with you. I'll go with yeah, you. you. Here better. we go. You, All right. You better. All right. Give me a three, two, one. All right. So, three, two, one. Andrew Uncle Larry. What? Uncle Larry. Oh. I thought Uncle Larry. I was like, who the hell is Uncle Larry? Uncle Uncle Larry or yes, Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon. He'll be in the yep. one spot. Uh ooh. Um two spot. Who's going to the two hole? Two this, spot? Two through ah, six. Shit. Two through six. Two through seven. Two through six. You can do anything. I'd say um I'd say two Hoskins. No, I'd say two would be uh no you're right yeah re, re, I was gonna say two would be Bohm and then Reese but I think you might be right with Reese going two because I think Bohm would be three no it, no no oh, okay well we we can't be best friends now so yeah. right all right all right all right well then I'll just do mine so yeah you do yours lay it right. out for us buddy all right so one Kutch two Bohm three Reese four Bryce. Five JT, six DD, um, seven Segura, eight Hazley. I got you. And then nine to pitch. Yep. So uh, what it's going to be, I think this will be a main lineup, but I think there could be some switching between like the two and the five hole. Hold on, let me write down my. I'm write down like, my lineup real quick. There's going to be some lineup switching between the two and the five hole based off of how they're hitting and on base throughout the season. But I think the opening day lineup, you're going to see Andrew McCutcheon batting first, Reese Hoskins batting second, Bryce Harper batting third. got to put him batting third. That way he gets a guaranteed at bat in the first inning. You need more at bats from your best player. Uh, JT Romita will bat fourth. Um, this is where it gets tough. Do you go lefty, righty, lefty, righty and put DD number five and then Bohm number six? Or do you put Alec Bohm number five because of how clutch how clutch he was last year, but also DD was clutch last year. So we're gonna go lefty righty, and number five is gonna be DD. Alec Bohm will bat six. Could see him move up in the lineup if he continues to hit. DD's a score seven. Roman Quinn on an opening day, number eight. Oh, sorry. I I don't know why I said Hazley. I oh, I had him written down. I didn't have Quinn written down for opening. Regardless, day, so. the center fielder, unless unless JT Romita is resting, like the center fielder of Adam Hazley or Roman Quinn will probably bat last 
right before the pitcher ever came. But you have some combinations, like like you said, that you could do in this lineup for the season. Because you got to remember, like, we didn't have Bone going into the beginning of last season. He came up 20 games in, or 22 games in, whatever it was. But you could easily put, you know, you could easily do the like, touch him, then, like, JT, Romuto batted second. You know, when he's hot, you can put him second, Bryce third, and then, you know, Reese fourth, and Bone fifth, and then DD sixth. Like, you could, you could put, like, Right, you know, the way Bone played last year, like, if he does it again, you can put Bone. I don't, God, I almost want to say you can put Bone second, but that's not, you can put Bone fourth and move JT to fifth. You know, put Bone behind Harper because Bone was so clutch. You know, well, there you go. You're, you're, re, you're reinforcing my murderer's row comment. Yeah. No, oh, I, thank you. I will, I will gladly join you. Yeah, cheers. I, say, I will gladly join you on the Murder's Row comment this year. I think this offense with Bone for a full season, I think Gene Segura took a good step forward last year. You know, And I think center field could not be as abysmal as it was last year. Between the combination of you know, Quinn, Kingery, Paisley were god-awful in the 60 games last year. And Mickey Mowiak at one point. They were terrible, so I mm. hope to see more production there. And remember, Kingery played a ton of second base last year, too, until Bone came up, so, you know, second base is going to be easy more all year, which hopefully they'll obviously hit better than Kingery did. So, I think the the lineup, one through one through seven, for sure, is very, very deadly. It's just, you need, if you can get that eighth spot, uh, most likely the center fielder between Adam Hayes and Roman Quinn to, to hit, Damn. They're going to be... Guys, uh, guys who get on base, guys with a power. They're going to be doing some uh, fall gardening early on in the year, my friend. Do you know what I mean by that? No. They're going to be... <laughs> raking. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be raking. This is why we got to put this on YouTube. Yeah, I should have worn my shirt. I should have worn my shirt that says my jokes are officially dad jokes. Yeah, you, yeah, you definitely should have. <laughs> we're gonna have to start YouTube Brandon. We're gonna set up a YouTube channel. We gotta. Uh, well, we gotta yeah. switch to Zoom. Yeah, we'll go to Zoom. No, we can do it through Skype and still put on YouTube, can't we? Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, we'll figure. We'll figure that out. We'll figure. We'll figure out. something out. Yeah. So uh, now, Brandon, we're not even thirty yet. So we got. We got it. Yeah, well, we're getting there. For some of us, it's like a month away, two months away. She's Brandon. My birthday's in June. I said that's like a month or two away. That's whatever, two, two and a half months. Two and a half, yeah. whatever. I almost three, because mine's at the end of the month. Almost, but not anymore. No, no, it's not. Your wife, on the other hand. Yeah, Courtney's going to be 30. And Sorry, Courtney. Well, we, you don't listen to this anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Courtney. Not listening to the <laughs> podcast. You're lost. We almost got to 40 with the last one. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Smash let's that subscribe the, button. Smash that five, subscribe button. Five stars. People. Let's get this podcast to 50. To the moon. To the moon. All right. You know what's about to go to the moon, Brandon? Our bold prediction. This segment for Alex and Brandon. 2021. Bold prediction. Ooh. So this is where it gets interesting. Brandon and I have three bold predictions each. 
uh, and we could not decide on just three. So I'm sure we both expanded it past three. Yep. I actually thought of a, I have five written down, and now I'm about to write down a six. I have six. Prediction. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, then I definitely got to write down six full predictions. But now I forgot it. God, this is a half well do you want do you want to start with uh nl east no both predictions standing no no, both predictions and we're going to do the standings for the end of the pod okay all right well then i only have five bold predictions wow so you better make it six am i I going for okay oh yeah you're going for all right so my first bowl prediction for 2021 Phillies, um, they're, the bullpen is going to completely turn it around, and they're going to be the best bullpen in baseball. Whoa! The best bullpen in baseball. At least top five. Well, no, 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 no. Brandon, you don't get to, like, best bullpen in baseball. And well, you got to be second-guessing it now with your reaction. You need no, no, no. This is a bold prediction, Brandon. Top so five is maybe bold, you keep Alex. it as a bold prediction. Right. I mean, what did you write down? I said best bullpen in baseball. All right, then that's what it is. You don't get to change it. You said it. You spoke it into the podcast. And and I'm being not biased at all. Okay. Questionable. Put put but, that uh, down. Put it, Brandon, put it on the record. Going, so you're saying we're going worse than first. That's that's correct. That's very bold. Very, that's very bold. bold. But I think it's what, possible. We need to do what the Rice Ricky Sanchez does. We need to have a third soft person. Soft shit award. We, we do need a soft shit award. I give that to Philly's uh, front office for putting JoJo Romero in AAA. That's soft shit. Um, I think we need a logger up. I think we need a logger up reward. Like ooh. like you know Mar- like you know Mario like one up kind of thing. Right, I like it. So we'll have the logger up reward of the week. Yeah, we could we could do that. Um, right. Well, just contacting link within Phillies baseball or uh, or just baseball in general. Like if some yeah. if someone really stands out in the whole league, otherwise it'll just be in the Phillies organization. Yep, I like so, it. Sorry, I got off tangent there. So my first bold prediction. Should I just go all, all through mine? No, I'll go next. All right. So I, to recap. My first bull prediction was best bullpen in baseball, worst to first, as Alex put it. I like okay. that. Okay. My first bull prediction, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, and Zach Eflin will all end up with the ERA below 3.25. Hmm. That's pretty good. Yep. Yep. I almost went real balls to the walls at three. But that would be like historically fantastic for the first three starting pitchers in a rotation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm gonna say Nola Wheeler okay. end up below 3.25. Put into perspective, Eflin ended up at 3.95 last year. Here, right? Okay, that's my first bull prediction. All right. How many innings do they have to pitch, or does it matter? What if he pitches no. one in? I mean, okay, you have to pitch a hundred innings. A hundred innings? Hundred innings. Yeah. I I probably won't keep track of it, so. They whatever. will. They'll pitch. Do you want to get? All right. So. All right, give me your second. Uh, okay. 
So these are in no particular order either. And again, they're, they're, I'm not being biased here. So <laughs> um, my second bold prediction for 2021 is that Bryce Harper will win the MVP <laughs> wow. of the NL wow. at, at least. Wow. That's my bold prediction. prediction. It is a bold prediction, and I think quite possible. Larry Boa is very high on him this year. Mm-hmm. Listen to Larry Boa on, I think it was, I think it was on uh, John Stolmans' podcast or Kevin Francis, I can't remember, but yeah, he was very, very high saying Bryce Harper's crushing it, which he is in spring training. Yeah, that was some, that was some oh, good he wood, crushed wood today. down. Yep, that, that crack of the bat today was amazing. I can All smell. Right, I like it. I could smell that wood from down in uh, Clear Clearwater. Clearwater, yeah. But uh, but but no, I mean he. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, he since he came to the team, he's felt fallen in love with Philly, and Philly's fallen in love with him, and he's. I'm just gonna say he's like the heart and soul of this team at this point. Besides yeah. maybe Hector Neris, because he's been here for <laughs> like 11 years, but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, Hector Neris is totally underrated. Yeah, underrated. Yeah. Uh, okay, my second ball prediction. Here we go. Alex Bohm, the big Bomarito, will hit 30 home runs, a 310 or above average, and makes the All Star team. That's like three bold predictions in one. It's uh, the same guy, so I'm counting it all as one. Okay. I need all three to hit for it to be correct. Okay. So are you gonna make? Like, are you gonna make that bet? I I have it all written down here on the whiteboard. Oh, oh you have a whiteboard? I that's, have a whiteboard. That's next this. level. Yep, I came prepared. I came prepared. I didn't read any of what you just showed me, so good, good. So I can be surprised. But no, I I was actually thinking of that the 30 home run thing. But then I was like, uh, is that too much? But, I mean, maybe it's He's not enough. Bold, huh? This is a bold blogger prediction. Bold yeah. taste, bold flavor. Yep. Like Lager. That. Made from the Rockies. I mean. Wow. Pottsville. Wow. You better cut that the fuck out. <laughs> no, they ain't ever going to sponsor it now. I'm just kidding. Um, all right. So, Alec Boom, 30 home runs, at least. Uh, at, at least 30 home runs or more than 30? Uh, it could be more than 30. Yeah. Okay. So at least 30 home runs. Ten, and average and makes the all-star team. Makes the all-star team. Okay. All right. So my third bold prediction, it's not really a bold prediction, or I guess it could be because of all the potential in the bullpen, but I, I, I think it's, I think it's bold. I mean, it's pretty basic, but, um, Archie Bradley is going to be the closer for the majority of the year. I'll give you my I told, third. I told you it's not really a bold one, but that's not. It's, yeah, my bold prediction for my third one, Brent, is Archie Bradley gets thirty-five saves. Thirty-five. Wow, that's a lot. Um, I can see bold. it though. It bold. is bold. Very bold. Well, we'll just combine yours and mine. All right, fair enough. Because I mean, Kin- like Kinsler, well, Alvarado, and five saves. He's going to have to be the closest to the majority. And the Phillies are actually going to have to win games, so. Correct. Which they will. <laughs> um, yeah. So. 
All right. So, that, well, that's cool. I, I guess we can be best friends again since both of uh, our third predictions were about Archie Bradley. Um, but uh, all right. So my fourth bowl prediction, and we've kind of been hinting at it since I I don't even know when, but uh, I think that the Phillies at some point to make a stamp on this year and actually like make a run. If, if they're playing well at like before the trade deadline, they're going to trade for Trevor story. Wow. Wow. Brandon, my six bold prediction says Trevor story mid season trade. Great minds think alike, Brandon. I mean, it, it, they they have to be playing well for them to. Well, I guess even if they're not playing well, they can make that trade. But I mean, I think no, it makes they gotta, sense if they're playing well. Yep. They got to <clears> be playing well, be in the first like within two to five games at the most, within first place or be in first place come the trade deadline, where Trevor Story would be like, you know, one more bat in the lineup, boom. Yep. Exactly. So and and the Phillies, I think. I mean, we've been talking about it. Um, they have the right pieces to trade for him. Yep. But um, remember I said at the beginning or before we started recording that, like I kind of started to like think of it because I feel like we would have, to, the Phillies would have to give up Bryson Stott in a trade like that. Um, and the only, the only, the only reason I like was second guessing myself when I thought of it was Bryce Harper loves Bryson Stott because they're both Las Vegas guys and like they hang out all the time. So that would be my only like gripe with it because I feel like Bryce Harper would be pissed. No, he wouldn't. Not for Trevor Story. I mean, he'd be a little pissed. He'd be like, "Oh man," nah, he'd, he just, he'd be upset. At the he'd very least, he'd yeah. be upset. But I, he but, would. He probably would understand. But at the same time, it, it would it would suck. Bryce Harper wants a championship to be more than just baseball buddies, teammates. It was true. Bryce Stock. He true. Wants the World Series. All right. Well, I mean, my bold Do you have any more stands, bold predictions, Brandon? I have one more. Well, I have technically two more, but the the one kind of falls into the NLE standings. Okay. Well, give me one. Give me the other one besides the NLE standings. So Aaron Nola will win the Cy Young Award this year. Very bold, and I Let almost me, did that. I almost did that one, but I knew you were going to take it. Let but, me, but I, I, I do agree with you. I think Aaron Nola is going to be coming down to the wire for Cy Young this year. And I, I was going to say, let me give some numbers quickly. Although I don't know what is a good number, but I, I think he'll win it with like a, let's say, I don't know what's a good number. One point five ERA is that is that too low? That's low. It's very very low. All right, well then I'll make it one one nine five one nine five ERA. Okay. Um, and then a hundred. No. Hmm. Got to think about this. At least a hundred ninety strikeouts. Oh, is that wow. a lot? Is that a lot. Good. <laughs> I don't know what's a lot, what's a little. I should have thought about this before, but I, I just had him winning Cy Young. I didn't have like those numbers written down, so I'm sorry. Um, I feel like pitchers don't get that many wins nowadays, but I feel like he'll it'd be at least 
15. Got to be more than that. Then, I, I, then 18. 20. I'm right, 18. 20 it is. All right, you write 20, I'll write 18. All right. I like it. Uh, I'll give you my last. That's very anticlimactic. Sorry. <laughs> it was. It was. I'm gonna give you my last two bold predictions for team MVP, breakout player, and Phillies and at least Phillies record for the season. So uh, my fourth one kind of is similar to one that you gave earlier. I said Bryce Harper hits 45 home runs this year. I think he's gonna drop the hammer, uh, which will allow him the top five in the MVP race at least. So I think uh, Bryce Harper hits 45 home runs as a bold prediction. And then I was similar to yours, Brandon. I took your second take, but I wrote it down as my first take. But I say the bullpen is going to be top five in the National League. Wow, that's why you didn't let me say top five. That's right, because I said top five in the National League of mine. Already written down. So you said best bullpen in baseball. See, well, you said best bullpen in baseball. I said best bullpen in the National top five in the National League, so, not a baseball. So also, when I say best in baseball, I just mean for 2021, not like ever. Well, yeah, no, I, so I don't want to be on the ho- I don't want to be on the hook for that. Yeah, no, you said ever. I heard. No, I, no, I didn't. You said ever. I did not. Said ever. All right, NLE standings. Well, there you no. have it. There, there's no, our no, no, bull- no, 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 oh, you still got NLE some. Oh. Class. We got it. We got team MVP and oh, breakout okay. player, Brandon. All right. Give right. me your breakout player first. Oh, my breakout player. Your Ooh. breakout player first. Did can you I not write two? one down? Can I have two? No. You can get one. And then you can talk about a potential second. But your first one's the only one that counts. Uh, it better not be the same as mine. I think this is going to be the same as yours from last year, which is Zach Eflin. Okay. If I yeah. if I have him <laughs> you can have him all right good um because i i he he played very well last year um but i i think he's gonna be even better this year and it'll get him in that talk of the phillies zach wheeler Aaron Nola, and it'll just be like a trio of pitchers for the phillies what's at least that's what i'm what's a breakout season for him though honestly all stars uh I mean, All Star would be great, but I, I don't know that he would make that. Quite honestly, um, what was what was his win total in 2019? You know, I can't remember 2019. I, I'd I'd say if, I'd say if he has at least if he has like more than 12 wins, I feel like that's a a pretty good year for him. Uh, more than. 130 strikeouts, at least. I mean, I, f- I feel like he's just going to have the best season of his life, as long as he can stay healthy. So, so he's going to have a career year, is what you're telling me. Yes. Um, uh, the other guy I had on here was Brandon Kinsler. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I could see him being like a really good like setup guy this year right. and really helping the bullpen out become that that best bullpen in baseball for this year. So um, I have really high hopes for this pitching staff this year. I hope I don't get disappointed. So uh, Zach Eflin projected for 2021, according to our 
ESPN Fantasy Baseball app since we picked Zach Eflin uh, yesterday in the fantasy Sunday League Fantasy Draft. He's projected to go 11-8, and eight, which I think is cool. Uh, saves zero, obviously. He's not in the bullpen. 176 Ks, so I think that's also cool. And a 3.95 ERA, so only dropping his ERA 0.02 from last year. And they haven't projected the same whip. He just walks and hits per uh, inning pitch, so he's expecting 1.27 whip. I think he outperforms those numbers. Like you said, I think he ends around 15 to 16 games in his win column. I think pays. Uh, I actually think he gets, I'm going to say, full prediction there for you, Brandon. He goes 200. And then uh, I think his ERA, I, well, I already said full prediction. I think his ERA is going to be below 3.25. I was going to say 3.25 for the ERA, too, yeah. But I like, I like, your, I, I like your breakout player there. I, mean, I think he. I think he's break. I think he has. He's a, he's already a breakout player in a way for the Phillies, if you know what I mean. But Zach mm-hmm, Eflin's mm-hmm. not a breakout player countrywide, like in, in all the majors. Like he's not a well-known name. Yeah. And I think this. I agree with you. If that's what you mean, like I think he'd be. This would be the year that he comes. You know, like potentially all-star game worthy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and the the only other player that I could put on this list is Reese because he he was supposed to have a breakout year last year and then he kind of like fell off the map and then he cut his hair and shaved his mustache and then he played very well and then he got hurt. So, I mean, that kind of put the kibosh on that. But right. I don't know. Who's your breakout player? My breakout player is the guy I talked about earlier in Connor Brogdon. All right. So, he had one good month last year, and I think he's going to have one good year. Uh, so I'd like to see Connor Brogdon become the eighth inning, like main priority eighth inning setup guy. I don't think he'll, I think he'll do a couple closing, you know, gigs as they as like a fill in. But I think uh, he'll be the main eighth inning, you know, guy for this bullpen. Uh, I think Connor Brogdon is going to be a name that a lot of people don't know because I don't think a lot of people watch the 2020 season. To be honest, like your average fan just didn't watch it. So I think um, in general, I think this year a lot of Philadelphia Philadelphians are going to witness the power and strikeout and rib removal of Connor Brogdon. Sounds good. But yeah, yeah, I think I think he would be great in that. Uh, would you say eight spot? Yep, eighth inning. Um, eighth yep. inning. But I mean, if if we have some pitchers that can't go six innings i feel like he would be a good uh setup guy like to go uh, he, he can pitch he, more he than very, one inning right he can better not to with a guy like him he, basically he's gonna be i think he'll be utilized in a lot of high leverage situations high leverage meaning like we're up in the game you know, i'll say it is the seventh inning and the seventh inning you're getting the meat of the order like the two three four hitter oh, okay. Maybe they'll put him in the seventh inning then instead of the eighth yeah, and still have to mow down the two, three, four hitter. Okay. Yeah, I can see you that. Know, say it's like a, you know, Acuna, Freddie Freeman, and you know, Marcelo Zuna. Like they'll go after yeah. that instead of the eight, or yeah. go after like the five, six, seven. Yeah. Well, I saw. I saw. I was telling you last night when we were drafting. I I saw him pitch in the game yesterday, and he just looks like he has so much confidence on that mound when he's in. Yeah. 
So I, I mean, that, unfortunately I have not been able to I've not been able to catch him in a, an inning at all this spring training. Really? Yeah. It, it's been it's been like piecemealed for me, honestly, like with everybody. I think I've seen a little bit from every one of our uh bullpen pieces and starting pitchers. Right. But but I mean it's only been like one inning maybe each. Right. Or or one out each. But but no, I I like that pick. I, I like Connor Brogdon a lot. He's he's a young guy. So so since the the shortened season last year and now that we're gonna have fans in the stands, does he get to do his rookie season over again? That was his rookie season last year, right? Or was it not? Um, I don't know if he pitched enough to for him to still be he's maybe considered a rookie still. Well good. Maybe he'll be the rookie of the year. He could be. There we go. That'd be, that'd be cool. That'd be crazy. Yeah. I'll look into that. All right. All right. MVP? Give me your team MVP, Brandon. I have a feeling I know who this is according to your bold predictions. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, best player on the team, Bryce Harper. Yeah. I mean, I mean, who but WB Mason? I mean, Bryce Harper. <laughs> I also, no surprise here, I, I did pick Bryce Harper as well. I, I think we both think he's going to get a lot of dingers this year. And I think he's going to come with a different attitude if he stays healthy. I mean, he was having an MVP season last season until he hurt his back. Yeah. My back! But, you know. Didn't he work on his swing a little bit so it's not as violent? Uh, or no? Crying over the years. But he, no, he worked on his throwing, actually, from out. Uh, oh. Not being as violent, throwing the ball. So if he stays healthy, Bryce Harper, I think, I think he's the MVP. He is an overhated individual in baseball. Ever since he came to Philly, he is hated too much. And, and, un- not, and underrated. They need to put some respect on his thing. I feel like people say he's overrated, but he is is not over. He's just rated. He's not overrated or underrated. He's just rated. He's underrated. Right now, he's underrated. I think he's going to have an MVP season. No, no I, I honestly... 45, I, 45 dingers. Yeah. On base percentage, is probably going to be around 375 to 400. I mean, let's hope his batting average is 290, 300. I mean, it's like 300-something now, right? He went two for three today, I think. Yeah, he's hot in spring training. Yeah. He's so. got to hopefully stay hot when it snows up north. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, team for Team MVP, I feel like a lot of guys could be on this list, honestly. I mean, that's why we said Murderer's Row. So. Right. Right. But, yeah. Very excited about this team. So, I think that's all we got, right, buddy? NLE standings? Shit. NLE standings. Forgot the most important part. I I know. How did I miss that? I got excited for Bryce Harper. All right. What is your record for the Phillies for the 162-game season? Mm, I didn't put a record down, but I'm going to say they go... I I needed a record, Brandon. God damn it, Alex. Why are you making me do this You want me to go first? We are writing this stuff down for the predictions at the end of the season, Brandon. I got to do some math. Hold on. Sorry. Phillies go 
90 and 72 and win the NL East by three games. With 90 wins? It's going to be a tight race in that division. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a tight race for sure. I was going to say 89, but I'm glad I went with 90 or else you would have shunned me. Yeah, probably. I say (laughs) the Phillies uh, go 95 and 67 and win the NL East. Not going to need to win, you know, 108 or 109 like they did in 2010. Oh. Because, like I mean, you said, this division's going to beat up on each other. Yeah. But I, I'm going to say 95 they, and 67. How many games do they win it by? Win it by a game. It's going to come down to the last last day of the season. Yeah. What's the last game of the season? Probably, probably the Braves. Right now. It's probably, it's yeah, they're going to be the Braves it. or the Mets. It's or the probably, fucking yeah. Marlins. It always, yeah, probably the Marlins. <laughs> it's probably going to be Marlins. Let me look. Did, did you see? Second. Did you see that? The Dodgers, I think somebody... Son of a bitch. Who is it? The Marlins. Ah, Jesus. They're going to get COVID. Three games at Atlanta and three games at the Marlins. Oh. Seasons are on the road. Oh, it's going to come down to that. Yeah, it is. I can almost Um, guarantee it. At least the prior... Ooh. In September, the 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 final six games, Braves and then the Marlins. But there's a seven-game homestand right before then. Three against the Orioles and four against the Pirates. Two of the worst teams in baseball. Good. So they're going to have to sweep those. Well, you know how our last uh, series went, th- that we only had to one, win one game to yeah, get in the playoffs last year. So really wish they didn't have to end on the road again. Yeah. But um, did you see the Dodgers were like, somebody predicted they were going to win 110 games, get the all-time MLB record? I don't think that's happening. I don't think it's happening either. I mean, the, I mean, but yeah, again, yeah. The, I will, I will say, the NL West, besides the Padres, the Padres, the, Rock, and the, the Padres and the Dodgers, the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, the well, Giants, all gonna suck. Well, also according to that thing that I showed you or told you about before we recorded, Gabe Kapler is going to be manager of the year, so maybe the Giants will be good. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think I think I think the Padres and the the Dodgers are going to be battling all year. So I don't I don't think they're going to... I mean, maybe they'll get over 100, but I don't think they'll get the all-time record this year. Yeah, I don't think so either. But... And that was talking uh, Dodgers, which I know you hate the Dodgers, so sorry. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. All right, buddy. I have to say, we got a couple days till season opener. Hopefully it's on Thursday. It might be Friday because of the weather. So, uh... I mean, I don't think we have anything else, right? Nope. I think we're good. Right. I think we cover everything. All right. Thanks for everyone for listening. Smash that subscribe button. Share our stuff. The season's almost here. And keep hunting, everyone. Keep hunting. <laughs>